What could you truly become capable of if you were living in greater resonance and synchronicity with your essence? If you were able to be aligning with your divine every day and creating from that energy, are you ready to explore and activate that? Let's get started aligning divine. Now, here's your host, soul and body coach, Keisha Clark. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Aligning Divine. I am Keisha Clark and I am so grateful you are coming to play whatever way and however you are coming to play and on whatever platform you're playing with us. Thank you. <laughs> and um, we are live, yes, here at our 2 o'clock spot Eastern on Wednesdays. And if you're playing with us live, as always, I invite you to come join us in the chat room. Um, you just have to click on the word chat room in the blue bar near the top of your screen on the Inspired Choices Network page and enter whatever name you feel like today and you can join us in the kind of it's kind of like being backstage with us. You're behind the scenes um, in our virtual chat room. And it is a fabulous way for you to engage the host, whether you're coming to play with me or whatever host live here on the Inspired Choices Network. It's a fun way to bring questions to the show if you want to do that. It's a fun way to receive facilitation if you want to do that. And if you're feeling really brave, you can call in and talk out loud on the air. <laughs> and I will be happy to play with you that way as well. And if you are ever desiring to send a question in, but you're just not able to be on the live shows, you can always connect with us in between shows. The uh, email for you to do that is listed here on this show description. So all you have to do is scroll down and click and let me know what you want to, what you want to ask what you want to talk about, if there's a topic that you want to play with or you would like to come play with with me, I would be happy to play with you on, on the air. So um, it, you never know what's going to show up. And on Aligning Divine, this show is all about having the joy, finding it, tapping into it, unearthing it, <laughs> excavating it, however you get to it, finding it and having the joy of lining up with your essence and living it every day. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that, uh, you know, there's not as much of that happening as maybe there could be. And so part of my target and desire with this show and with all of the conversations we have on this show is really to, to bring some new things into your awareness, to introduce you to some different perspectives that you might be willing, ready to play with, and to be an invitation to play bigger in your own life, really, and be connected, have that connection to the essence of you, um, to stop compartmentalizing your soul and your body and your mind <laughs> and play with all of it right here, right now, every day in whatever way it works for you. So there you go. So today, uh, if it is your first time joining us, uh, I am Keisha Clark, as I said, and I'm still Keisha. Um, <laughs> I am a soul embody intuitive and coach, and um, that encompasses pretty much working with energy at, in any capacity. Um, and what I love to do is support and facilitate people to actually have that connection, tap into and start cultivating that connection and that relationship with their soul essence. And I am so delighted and divinely inspired and I feel incredibly fortunate that that is what, that's part of how I get to live my life is facilitating and supporting people to play with that. So if that's anything that uh, is curious for you or is of interest to you, there is, as I said, a way to reach me beyond this show and you can reach out and uh, ask some questions. And if you want to work privately or in a group, uh, I have opportunities for that as well. So whew, you can also play with this show in whatever way you like and whenever you like because we have uh, over 50 different streaming and podcast options for you to find me. So if you have uh, Spotify or if you have Deezer or if you have iHeartRadio or if you like Spreaker or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, you can actually just search for Aligning Divine and it will give you a little notification when a new show pops up and you can carry your devices around and access the show in that way if that really works for you. Um, 
So we have all kinds of ways to play here on the Inspired Choices Network and all kinds of other platforms that we partner with. Um, and how lucky are we to have our fantastic mistress of uh, motivate? well, not motivation, mistress of inspiration. <laughs> Because to me, they are two different words. Our very own Christine McIver, who um, just does amazing things to drive the the cart of this station, the wagon, the semi, <laughs> the, the caravan of this station, the Inspired Choices Network, into new territory and new possibilities. Because it is all about be inspired and being inspired and inspiring um, not only others, but you know, letting yourself be inspired. So do the things that inspire you to keep going as well. And there is a lot of material here on the network to uh, to definitely dive into that. <laughs> so, so today is a topic that for some might be a little touchy, <laughs> which I think could just you know be appropriate given that what we're going to be talking about is highly sensitive or incredibly capable. So are you? Are you highly sensitive? Would you call yourself highly sensitive? Hmm. You know, I notice that there is this ongoing conversation about highly sensitive people. I'm putting air quotes around highly sensitive. Uh, and how difficult it can be for them to be in the world. And I get it. I, I hear it. I I can see where that perspective is coming from in many cases. And I'm curious, have you described yourself that way? Or has someone labeled you as that and you bought it? Because hmm. that's an interesting choice. <laughs> um, have you experienced the difficulties of what you would call being highly sensitive? And again, I'm using my air quotes. And would you like to blow that up now? <laughs> yeah. Might it just be possible that highly sensitive is actually one of the stories that we've bought into? Hmm. Could it be a way that we validate the difficulties of experiencing human? And if you have never heard me play before or played with me before, one of my first things I will let you know is I have a very different perspective on this whole being a spiritual being, having a human experience, or we could also say experiencing human. Um, I am not someone who sees that as a limitation. And one of my invitations to you is, what if your human experience could be your liberation rather than your limitation? Yeah, so I do have a different way of looking at things. <laughs> so so if some of these things around highly sensitive, uh, you know, if you have a trigger with that, then today's conversation is an invitation for you to play and really explore this, look at this, and maybe actually choose to see it from a different perspective, get a different sense of what you are really aware of and what do you really know about this. Um, what have you thought were the limitations of being highly sensitive? Have it Has it been a way that you have hidden? Has it been a way that you have separated you? Has it been a way that you have um, hermited <laughs> yourself? <laughs> I am a bit of a hermit, so there, no, no, this is not about right, and it is not about making any choice you have made wrong. This is about taking a look at this thing we call highly sensitive. And what if it is something very different than the stories told us it was or had to be? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Christine. Is She's giving me a cue card in the chat room. You guys, the chat room is a lot of fun. <laughs> so, um, she's, she's letting me know it's time to come out for me. So, yay. <laughs> So I'm gonna I'm gonna dive into that sacred word, and um, we're going to really go there. And so, if you have a, a history or a vested interest in defending yourself to be highly sensitive, this this show might just really irritate you. I'm just gonna let you know right up front. So, <laughs> but we're going there, friends. So I am calling all empaths. If you call yourself an empath, if you've been called an empath, if you think you might be an empath, if you want to be an empath, or if you hate being an empath, 
even if you have no idea what an empath is, I, there might be a few of you who, who don't know what the heck it is. Um, I'm calling you. I'm calling you out. I'm calling you forward. I'm inviting you to step up to the front of the room and let's play. <laughs> and we're in a virtual room, so nobody has to see you. Don't worry. You have a little bit of a blanket there. And yet, I am asking you, inviting you. And I'm, I'm going to enthusiastically uh, uh, support you, nudge you, and maybe even trigger you <laughs> to step up into the forward of the room, even if nobody else can see you right now. What if there are many, many, many beings who are here with you who may not have bodies, who are waiting for you to make that choice and step up. And what if there is so much more available, so much more that can become available when you make that choice? So let's look at this, highly sensitive. So I love to play with the etymology of words because I am, of course, one of my first languages <laughs> is energy, <laughs> as it is with most of us, but some of us forget that, right? So I want to dive in with starting uh, with the word empath. And if, if you haven't really looked at this yet in this way, um, there is the word empath and then there is empathy. And they are two different things, even though there are some similarities. So I just want to kind of uh, bring this onto the table so we can play with it in this conversation. So an empath, if you go to etymology, the online etymology dictionary, which is one of my favorite references, what it says is that an empath, this is as a noun, is a person with a high degree of empathic ability. Now, right away, you might be rolling your eye, which which I am too, because I'm like, oh, that's sort of a circular thing, right? A person with a high degree of, empath of empathic ability. <laughs> and then you go, okay, what's empathic? <laughs> so, so don't worry. Um, it's, it's not a good or bad thing. Be an empath. It's just something to look at. And so all the stories that you have that go way beyond what this says, if you're just a person with a high degree of empathic ability, what, what, if, what if we just dialed it down to that? Okay? And that's my first place I want to look at with this highly sensitive thing that we get kind of tangled up in. This highly sensitivity. Be, are, you, are you highly sensitive? What is highly sensitive supposed to mean? What I see a lot of us uh, interpreting it as is, really more of a weakness. You know, I, I see a ton of posts on social media that have to do with empaths. And, and I totally respect and appreciate that many of them are intended to be supportive. They're intended to be inspiring. And yet, what I notice in the perspective that many of those posts are written from is it's looking at empaths being an empath, having empathic abilities, it's looking at that as some kind of weakness, kind of really more in the category of wrongness than, than strength. And it doesn't come out and say, hey, just a newsflash here, being an empath is not a good thing. No, it, it's not that straightforward. But there's a lot of things that I see that have to do with, you know, you have to take extra good care of yourself. You just have to be really protective of your boundaries and you just have to put a bubble around yourself and you have to be really uh, careful and cautious. And, you know, these are things to, for me in the way that I play in the world. These are things that are a bit of a red flag. Not because you, you shouldn't be in your awareness and know what you require and even before that, I would say it has more to do with if we just go with this word empath as a label, it's super easy to go down the rabbit hole of the difficulties of being an empath, the difficulties of having empathic ability. So I'm going to let you in on a secret. It's like one of those ancient Chinese secrets that everybody knows, but we don't know we know it and nobody talks about it. But when people talk about it, they talk about it more as like it's something you, you know, it's like a, a, a pain you have to deal with. So everybody has empathic ability. There, I said it. How does that feel? <laughs> 
did your world blow up? Did your whole identity just fall out the window? Did did you lose something? You know, did the room go upside down? Okay. And yes, I, this may sound like I'm being slightly irreverent. And as I said, I'm going to play with this in a way to push some buttons because I really, really, really desire for us to change this. Whoever is really ready to have a different reality with how they function, that's what I'm speaking to today. And this highly sensitive, the story of being highly sensitive, I see it pervading so many parts of people's lives. So are you a weakling because you're highly sensitive? What are you aware of? Would you come out and introduce yourself as a wimp? <laughs> no, I hope not. <laughs> because what I am aware of is that you are more powerful than you have acknowledged quite yet. So what is, what is it about highly sensitive that we have allowed to stick us? How did being highly sensitive become this thing that we had to protect ourselves because of? When did we start allowing something that could be a massively potent capability turn into something that kind of makes us afraid? And for a lot of people, I see in, in the course of having conversations and, and doing the work of processing and shifting and changing what isn't working in their lives, I see a lot of uh, excuses made. There's a lot of defaulting into fear because I'm, I'm highly sensitive. So have you shut out the world <laughs> or as much of it as you possibly can because of this story about being highly sensitive? Have you actually been choosing to shut the doors to the possibilities of your life because if you feel them, they're scary or they're intense and that translates as pain. And somewhere in your experience, you picked up the idea that it's not supposed to be painful, it's not supposed to be intense and it's not supposed to be confusing and has that become the crutch? Now, if it has, I'm just inviting you to be honest with yourself. I can say that for me, I was headed down that road myself years ago. And because in many cases, I was in different communities, and many of them would have called themselves healing communities, and yet where there was this perceived um, attribute or characteristic like being highly sensitive, being empathic, having empathic abilities, rather than the conversations being about how do we use this to our advantage, most of the conversations were about, okay, then how do we protect ourselves? And I totally get why they were at that place at those times. It's kind of where we were collectively. It's also part of where I was functioning from and therefore who I was choosing to be drawn to, you know, who I was choosing to hang out with and who I was drawn to and who was drawn to me. Because, of course, it's a vibrational match. <laughs> That's part of how the universe functions every time, all the time. So is that something that you've done? And if it is, I'm not asking you to judge it. I'm asking you to simply own that. And just look at it for a second. And for me, it was like, oh, wait a minute. I'm, I'm, I'm making that a bad thing. Why am I making that a bad thing? When, when did that become a weakness? When did that become something that I needed to shore up because of? Having empathic abilities. Now, I will tell you, I was in the category and am in the category, still really could be, of massively empathic. So as a child, it was incredibly challenging for me as, you know, being in a, a baby body 
because my faculties were intact. <laughs> my my abilities were really, really big, really, really there, really, really strong. And my being highly sensitive got me called being, you know, I was often told, you're being melodramatic, you're being ridiculous, you're being, um, um, oh, you know, it, there was a lot of words that were used, a lot of labels. And it even got me in trouble from time to time. And yet, what I couldn't say then in a way that it really would land for people, because I was, you know, a child trying to talk to adults, was that I am intensely feeling this. And it makes me crazy. And I don't know how to move this energy. Help me. Help me do this differently. Now, thankfully, I had some people in my life that while they didn't have the kinds of tools that I have today, they had the ability and they had a great love for me and a great appreciation for me. And they were like my sanctuary people throughout my childhood. And I'm so grateful. And that was sort of my ports in the storm for many years while I was kind of bouncing around and figuring this out. <laughs> so for all of us who have had that intensity and who still might be having that intensity and we're still asking, I don't know how to move this energy, are you willing to just be with that for a moment right now? Recognize it, acknowledge it, be with it, and let it be okay whether it's intensity of what you did or what what was done to you let it let it all move aside for a moment because we're going to dive into the ways to move that energy and we're going to start looking at this from a different perspective first i just want you to take a breath maybe 2 3 4 or 10 <laughs> get a drink of water if you need to have a few potato chips if you need to have a bite of chocolate if you need to whatever your body's asking for let's just honor that <sighs> while we go to this break <laughs> and let ourselves and our bodies connect. Just be connected. Just be present and be connected. And yes, we are moving through being highly sensitive into quite possibly acknowledging how incredibly capable we might be. So you are here with me on Aligning Divine Radio Show on the Inspired Choices Network, and we will be back after this break. Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with soul and body coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. 
or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. <laughs> Welcome back and forward to the next segment of Aligning Divine here on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm still Keisha Clark and I'm still hosting this show and I'm having a fantastic time and I'm so grateful and appreciating that um, you've been willing to come play with us with me and with us. Um, so, yes, moving through this highly sensitive phase, <laughs> this condition, this... Um, this ailment, in some cases, it might be considered. <laughs> so, ah, so what else is available now? And I just want to give you a little bit of information. Um, this is something that I have noticed over the course of my journeys in this lifetime, and I kind of get a sense that I brought some of this with me um, <laughs> over the collective incarnations. Um, is I noticed that. Uh, with children and with animals, they have particularly soft, what I call, this is my word, soft systems. Because really, for most of us, and, and I can say this was true for me uh, in my recollections of my early childhood, when we are you know, in our first few years here, um, we're kind of wide open energetically. Um, we don't have a lot of the, um, the structure implemented quite yet of, you know, the various thoughts and beliefs and points of view that, you know, uh, life is difficult or hard or painful. We, we haven't necessarily uh, integrated those quite yet. So we have much more flexibility in our energetic system. Um, so whether you want to call that your energy bodies, whether you want to call that your energy field, your energy system, I'm I'm not going to get hung up on the word. It's just we're much softer. We're we're when we're in that window of of our linear time here in, with our bodies, we have a much more open connection to our bodies. So we don't have all the filters that uh, you find with people who are. Mm, I'm going to say it could be as early as seven or older. It could actually be as early as four for some people, depending on the environment that they incarn into. So this is part of where you see children having what oftentimes become labeled as behavioral issues, because children are off-gassing. That's my word again. They're moving that energy that many of us refuse to move. Children don't have, and when we're children, we don't have the same um, things in place to slow the energy down, right? And this, you see a lot of this with animals as well. Animals do not have the same filters that people have. Animals are not people. <laughs> Please hear this, people. Animals are not people. They don't function through all of the filters and the insanities that we do or that we try to. And that's a reason that you often will also see this in animals, is things that we might label the behavioral issues. It's, it's that child, and in many cases it's the animal, who is moving the energy because it, it has to move. And they don't have the things that, are, that we implement <laughs> to keep us as contained. Now, thank God for that, Right? If that happened at two years old, can you do you just get a sense of what would happen to our child development, like how, what child development would be like, what our development would be like if by the age of two we were already implementing the same hardline structures that we do later in our life? I mean, it would be, talk about painful. I don't know that our lifespan, <laughs> I don't know that our bodies <laughs> would last <laughs> as long as they do. Now, again, that's just me. That's based on things I've seen, things I've experienced, things that show up, work that I do, um, as well as my own personal journey. And so this highly sensitive issue, this highly sensitive topic, really, I'm not going to make it an issue, though the topic is about how we make it an issue, so it kind of is a circular thing there, I guess. Um, when we talk about being highly sensitive, oftentimes 
um, people might say you're acting like a child, meaning it in a negative way, meaning it as a jab. So I just want, wherever this has happened in your life and whatever pain that has caused you, whatever hurt that has caused us, in whatever way we took all of that on as a burden and we buried it somewhere in our bodies or in many places in our bodies, and in all of the ways that we let it fragment us or fracture us, I am asking us, I am asking you, if you will acknowledge it and love yourself anyway. Would you just love yourself anyway right now? That's a way to start changing this. It's a way that you begin to distinguish where you are and where other people's labels are influencing you. So what if highly sensitive is just a label? It's just something that people use to try to explain something. It just doesn't do really an appropriate explanation. (laughs) But it is one perspective we can have. And the people for whom highly sensitive really works, let's just let them have that. If that works for you, let yourself have that. Be highly sensitive and provide yourself with the self-care to function with that in whatever way you can, in whatever way works for you. And if highly sensitive is a label that you have an awareness does not really apply because it doesn't accurately describe you, what if we could flip this? So what about incredibly capable? Our ability to feel, which has very much to do with our amazing bodies. Thank you, bodies. We're just going to acknowledge them and include them in the conversation. Our ability to feel is a very intriguing thing. (laughs) The fact that we have these bodies, the fact that we get to play with bodies, we get to be hosted by these magnificent creatures who have a consciousness, of their own. These magnificent creatures who put up with our shenanigans, (laughs) they partner with us in whatever way we're willing to choose that with them. And when we're not so busy making them wrong or evil or um, (laughs) unvaluable... (laughs) When we're willing to acknowledge bodies for the for the amazing capabilities they they have and that they share with us, then we can look at this empathic ability in a different way. Now, so empathic it refers to feeling and it's not necessarily all a physical feeling. And yet, when we are partnering with a body, we tend to receive uh, probably the, the majority of our stimulus through our, our five sensory capabilities. So it's not uncommon for us to have uh, kind of a default setting <laughs> that when we're perceiving energy, we're bringing it through the channels of physical interpretation, meaning something we can hear, something we can touch, something we can smell, something we can taste, and something that we can see. So what if we expand 
the feeling, the word feeling, we don't have to get limited by the that it has to be purely physical. And if you could begin to ask your body to show you or rather bring you information in a different way, I wonder what could start showing up for you. See, you also have the choice of how you communicate with your body and how your body can bring information to you. You get to, if you want to, actually have conversations with your body. You can actually ask your body (laughs) to show you things in different ways. You can also choose to notice or start noticing what shows up in different parts of your body, what different sensations do you notice when you're around certain types of energy. So when you walk into a room and you are right away noticing that you got some angry people in that room, whether they're screaming out loud or not, you're just noticing this energy of anger. Does your body show you that information in a particular way? Or do you feel an intensity in a particular area? And it doesn't even have to be an intensity. It could just be like maybe your nose starts itching. <laughs> maybe, you know, your your right palm feels funny. Maybe your elbow goes numb. It could be the simplest of things. But if you are willing to start noticing, that is a way for you to have that greater degree of connection and and relationship with your body. It's not just about connection. It's about relating. How are you relating to your body? Because your body is the primary vehicle to relay the information about what is going on with everything and everyone around you. And so oftentimes in these conversations about having empathic abilities, there's usually some line of the conversation that goes in the direction of how we have to protect our bodies because it's so hard on our bodies. What if it doesn't have to be that way? And I get that we have so many years of such intense stories around how difficult it is. And what I'm asking you is, would you be willing to consider that it doesn't have to be difficult? So when you begin receiving these awarenesses and you start to actually notice the different patterns and places that your body is bringing the information to you through, this is a way that you get to start making different choices about how you move the energy. And it's really interesting. As I'm talking about this, I'm perceiving uh, kind of this really interesting, it's almost like the conversation just got put into a blender. (laughs) And I get that that's oftentimes what we do when we start talking about really choosing a different course of action with certain subjects, like having empathic abilities. I know that that's a hot button for a lot of people. And I know that that story is very well protected and very much defended by a lot of us who are still approaching it as it's a sensitivity. It means I have to protect What if it's something that makes you incredibly powerful? So everywhere that you have allowed the very amazing, intensely, magnificently powerful parts of you to be put into a box labeled sensitive, would you be willing to rip that label off, those boxes? Would you be willing to let those parts of you everywhere you've compartmentalized you, all the feelings that you've compartmentalized, all of the information from your body that you have packed away or uh, unconsciously 
stored <laughs> or hoarded even into these tiny little boxes labeled sensitive, would you be willing to let those boxes bust open? I desire that you actually get a sense of how powerful it is to have empathic abilities, not how hard it is. So what if it was something that made you a badass? Would you be willing to tap into that capacity with your empathic abilities? Yeah. Yay, we have some yeses in the chat room. Woo! And I feel some yeses going on in some people's universes. Yay! So yeah, I'm really liking the word badass lately. <laughs> it's just really up for me. <laughs> and badassery. So what badassery can we tap into next with our empathic abilities? Hmm, I wonder. Let's take a breath and let's just invite that to start happening. And you are listening to Aligning Divine. Here with myself, Keisha Clark, on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm asking you to bring your badass, honey. So let's step it up even more right after the break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with soul and body coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. <laughs> we are back and forward here in the last segment of today's Aligning Divine here on the Inspired Choices Network. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being willing to play with this. I am so excited that we got to badassery. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, now, so there's a little more space to move around to breathe. Yes, and I'm just going to challenge you a bit here. So everywhere that you, like all of the things about yourself that you have considered make, that make you sensitive. Now, what do we know is usually the synonym for sensitive in our brain? For most people, automatically, there's two words that come into play, weak and wrong. Sensitive is a bad thing because, oh my gosh, if you're sensitive, you get hurt so much easier you know, you get your feelings hurt so much more easily and so much more often. Okay, so let's look at sensitive. Look at this word sensitivity. Sensitivity is simply, or let me put it in a question. Could sensitivity translate for you into acutely aware. Because when we have something that's acute, that's A-C-U-T-E, to be acutely aware, okay, yes, I put the O-Y on it, <laughs> acutely aware means you can, you can zero in on something. It means that it's not just like this big mishmash. Now, for some of us, I know that, you know, depending on where we are and who we're around, yes, it sometimes feels like we're in a big mishmash of energy. And it's like, Okay. However, if you were willing to play with your empathic abilities as something that could work for you and tap into your awareness, what could you notice that you could be acutely aware of? Are you aware of someone's 
anger? Are you aware of someone's sadness? Are you aware of someone's physical pain? Is their body giving you information? Or is their body just like screaming information for anyone who will bother to notice it and acknowledge it? Is your body doing that? This thing about being a sentient being, have you looked up sentient? Because <laughs> basically it means capable of feeling. Ta-da! It didn't really take on the consciousness meaning until the early 1800s. So what if it's just capable of feeling? Okay, we can feel. Yay! How awesome is it that we feel? I mean, would you miss it if you walked outside in your bare feet and you couldn't feel the earth under your feet? Oh, my God! Would you miss it if you got into a hot bath with candles lit and you couldn't feel the heat and you couldn't feel the wetness of the water? Oh, my gosh! Would, you, would it be fun if we took a bite of food and we felt no texture of the food in our mouth and we had no taste? It, it had no flavor? Oh, my God. Hello. <laughs> Do you get a sense of how unpleasant life would be if we couldn't feel? So I'm not asking you to go down the rabbit hole of feeling uh, an emotion. I'm asking you to move the energy whenever it shows up, yes. But I am asking you to look at your ability to feel as a potentially powerful thing for you to play with. And anywhere you go into some kind of requirement that what you feel has to do anything or has to have anything to do with right and wrong, like your awareness has to be right, there's no answer. This is just about being aware. And this is another piece about being an empath and having empathic abilities that we get so screwed up with because there is no right thing. You might be perceiving a certain type of energy, but if you ask that person, they might look at you like you're insane. How aware are they willing to be? And I got to tell you, folks, it's not a popular habit on this planet quite yet for us to teach each other to acknowledge what's going on for us. It's not a popular practice for us to actually teach how to become aware, how to make a cognitive connection to our energetic awareness. That's not something that's widely practiced. That's something we kind of have to stumble into on our own in many cases. And that's part of what throws this whole empathic ability thing sideways for many of us. So for this week, I am inviting you, and I'm actually going to challenge you. I'm challenging you to play with everything you have ever thought about being sensitive, energetically, physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, whatever kind of sensitive you thought you were or that you were told you were, I am challenging you to call bullshit. And whatever that brings up for you, I am also challenging you to move through it. Somebody said you were melodramatic as a child. Call bullshit. Somebody said you were too sensitive and you got your feelings hurt too easily. Call bullshit. Somebody said you just couldn't cope because you couldn't focus long enough to get through a task. Call bullshit. Yeah? Are you willing to do this? Are you willing to step into that space where your empathic abilities, your ability to feel, your ability to actually have a sense of what the heck is going on around you could actually work for you? Yes. Hot diggity dang. <laughs> and yes, we have bullshit in red letters here in the chat room, friends. <laughs> How much more freedom can you have now? And are you willing to get to know how capable you are? And are you willing to get to let that be something fun for you? 
Yes. And I know that our brain kind of goes sideways when we ask that question for a lot of us, like, let that be fun for me? What, are you kidding me? But yes, yes, what if there could be a fun in that for you? Because if you let it be about the information, you just get to have a whole lot of information, and you don't have to do anything with it. You just get to do this for you. You get to have your empathic abilities for you, first and foremost. You're not required to do anything with them other than acknowledge them. (laughs) So that is my challenge for you this week. Would you be willing to allow your capabilities to show up in ways that empower you? And would you be willing to get acquainted with them and stop labeling them and stop letting them be something that stops you? Would you be willing to let them be something that takes you forward in your life? You came here to have fun with something. You came here to experience something. And it's not one specific thing, but you came here to play with an energy. You came here to play with how energies come together and what it creates. You came here to create. Would you let yourself have your abilities intact in a way that allows you to do that? Yes. Uh, almost having a Harry Met Sally moment. <laughs> so I am just I'm inviting and challenging you to go there, my friends, if and when and however you want to this week. How much joy could that open up for you in your life? And if you were connecting with that and living it every day, oh my goodness gracious, what could that change for you? Holy cowbells, my friends. What could that change for you? And I dance in celebration of what you are capable of because I can perceive it all the way from where I'm sitting right now to wherever you are. So you don't have to know it. Just trust that it is a part of you and it is possible and start using. Yes. I adore you. I am so grateful that we get to play this way. And if you want to play with me in any other way, Yes, find me on Facebook, check out the website, and you can come to my live events, one of which I am having in a few weeks with my one of my beautiful colleagues and very powerful colleagues who happens to be my guest next week, and I invite you to come play with us for our show when we have a conversation about pendulum possibilities. Her name is Clarissa Barraza, and she is amazing with pendulums. And if you thought you knew what pendulums were for, you might be totally surprised and blown away by this. It's amazing. I love getting to play with her and her pendulums. And we have an event coming up uh, in September. You can find the information for that on this page. Just scroll down and click. It's called Messages and Miracles. And we will also have some very interesting classes showing up um, that we're going to offer like VIP group days as well. But for now, come see us next week. And for you this week, Whatever you can be choosing to let yourself know how capable you are and let go of those sensitivities. Let your empathic abilities work for you, my darlings. I am appreciating you and celebrating you, and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to Aligning Divine Radio Show. Keisha Clark has more to share next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. And for now, she is cheering you on to create an awesome week of lining up with your essence.